Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Tom Shattuck, Alice Shattuck here on the 3rd of July, 2022, one day after our wedding anniversary. Of which is now also Lindsay Lohan's wedding which anniversary. Now Lindsay, which is Lilo's wedding anniversary, which I was hoping when we had ours. <laughs> and one day before uh, the anniversary of the United States of America. And um, our wedding, Alice, remember that 12 years ago, my goodness, everybody on a marina dock in Charlestown, remember all the famous names over there, it was a star-studded event, was it not? It was very star-studded. Jane, uh, last name withheld, uh, (laughs) was there, your sister, before she became a prominent, I can't say what she does now, uh, before the podcast, your entire family was there, your uh, grandfather, was was he 100 then? No. 93. Uh, Wayne, who was a great guy. Maybe he was 92 then. Was there. Uh, My brother was there, gave a great speech, a great Mm -hmm. speech in the voice of our late father. Um, We had um, another radio host slash restaurant uh, person that can't be named now because he's officially canceled and (laughs) cannot... Exactly. <laughs> Cannot uh, be invited. So I have a question for you, Alice. Yes. And, I, and I, I do love you. I do love you. Did you think I was not... <laughs> did you think I was not working my way up to the actual this celebrity? This is what you married it's into. remarkable. This is what you married oh, into. Oh, he must not have remembered the <laughs> a, actual A-lister. So let me just go to the... It's remarkable. <laughs> go ahead, Alice. Finish. No, I want you to finish now. 
I just was moving us along because I don't think moving anybody us. cares yes. about my, my siblings. That's right. Dave Andelman was there. Great Dave. I was building up to something else. Just, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter now. It's fine. The torpedo has struck the ship. Well, sometimes fine. you... Does it ever occur to you that maybe the reason you get stepped on is because you take too long to build things up? No, Alice. Like the no. time, the Bug the Chug show, when... You spent 45 minutes getting to the Bug actual Bug has showed point. his ugly little face again, by the way. Jerry and uh, Craig any... were on there ho- with the actual dog hawking stuff. I don't have any beef with Bug personally. Is there any doubt, is there any doubt to you now that Carano... I definitely think no, Carano definitely, did that. No, definitely. Um, so here's the other thing. <clears throat> I mean, what are the chances? Right. No, of course. Um, who I still like, by the way. And I do like it, him. I like all those guys. I don't think I hate any of those guys. I don't know what... Who cares? I'm going to get back to the story. That, I'm going to go back to the wreckage that was my story before the, tor- <laughs> the torpedo from the USS Alice hit it. What? What am I wearing today, honey? <laughs> oh, the Step-On Wife shirt. That's right. That, that is does great. That Your chest, um, I, I must say respectfully, looks wonderful in that. Thank oh. you, sweetie. And I am very pleased with um, your the female form. I'm pleased with that. Okay. I'm glad you like so, it. Well, I do. I think that's great. So, so um, Dave Andelman, you're right, who was canceled, was there, um, who was doing just fine, despite this ridiculousness, because he criticized, during the George Floyd riots, he criticized looting, and so they called him tone deaf, and he had to not be on TV anymore. That was the rule. He had to be totally removed from his right. family business and no longer a part of it, and they paid Tito Jackson, what was it, like $80,000 yeah. or something to help them not be racist anymore? Yeah. I, 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 if that's I, not like mafia, I know, just payouts. I know, I know, I know. Protection I, I, money. Thankfully, they're, they're, they're doing well. I love the animals. From Eddie and all the brothers are just a great bunch of people. I think Eddie Andelman, did you have him on the show? I haven't had him on this show, no. I thought you did. I would, I would like to, definitely. Um, uh, Michael Graham was there, of course, uh, who was, um, who was when I worked with him, they tried to cancel him 86 times. Sometimes he'd take it, sometimes he wouldn't. The great thing about Michael Graham, who is an a-hole, but who is a friend of mine, but he is an a-hole, there's no doubt about that, is that he, a lot of times he was a fearless a-hole when management tried to push him around because they were they had activists trying to shut us down. Mm-hmm. Man, the, it, it was wonderful. Wonderful. A few times, if you, if you heard the Graham show, there, there was unexpectedly, it was just a repeat. That's because seconds before the show was about to start, he and the program director were going at it. And she would say, that's it. You're suspended. Get the hell out of here. Tom, best of. And I was like, what's the best of? I have not prepared for this. I guess I'll get, grab some hours of the show. Best of. Oh, man. <laughs> It pissed me off when it happened because sometimes I had a new show ready to go and he and I were ready for a new show. <clears throat> but anyway, Michelle was, McPhee was there mm-hmm. who subsequently um, uh, went on to have a scathing tirade at me on the phone. Does not talk to me anymore. She is she has declared war uh, on me in, in a weird, for some weird thing. It makes no sense. She got a DWE. There was a picture in the Herald and she blamed me, which I don't understand. So that's gone. I think she thought maybe you had the pull to make it not show up in the Herald. It doesn't make any sense. I was not the editor of the Herald. I, worked, I was the Herald radio guy. Goodness. Um, it, um, and then um, Joe Ligotti was there. Yeah, great Who, guy. Joe's a great guy. Great. He still claims with a straight face that I was getting touchy-feely with a transvestite at a bar in Medford with him. And I always go along with it, but it's definitely not true. I really don't think so. I don't think so. 
I mean, I don't have a proclivity to, right? Does that kind of? I don't. I wasn't there, so I can't speak. I don't know. We had shots and tripe. It was a weird night. (laughs) Um, And uh, is that it for famous people? No, Bob Headland. Bob Headland's a great guy. Is he still the mayor of uh, Weymouth? Mm, maybe Bob was a state senator was a state rep I think before that and then it just Headland's a great guy I gotta get to hang out with him again um, yeah he's currently still the mayor of uh, Weymouth alright any more famous people is that it I think that's um, I think that's pretty much it well I mean Tom Shattuck was there well I mean yeah. okay <laughs> I don't know so by the way I wanted to say before we really get rolling here is that so my brother's out with the kids doing geocache stuff, dangerously close to a heavy currented river, but 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 they're doing geocache stuff. It's just great and fun. It's great for them to get out. But you know what the thing is? It's so great for us. We're not going to be interrupted during this podcast. There's no kids in this building right. today. But what's the downside of that? Uh, we have to talk the whole time. No, I don't know, Alice. What? Wow, you went to that quickly. <laughs> I know to you that's a downside. Well, no, I mean, to... you like your breaks on regular radio. You Alice. We can drink more? No. What? <laughs> we don't have... The supply chain is gone. Oh. Kids can't replenish our drinks. Oh. Frig is this. <sighs> <laughs> all right, so I watched, I listened to all 87 Sunday shows today. And this is where they were. <sighs> Bombshell, breakthrough, historic testimony. Historic testimony. Is this a stupid Cassidy? For Cassidy Hutchinson, Ugh. historic. What we saw today, it was jarring. Te- and it's so th- this is the media trying to tell us it's jarring. Scott Brown was, was on one of the shows, and he was really good today. And he said, it's jarring if you're a good Democrat in the Beltway. It's jarring. Other than that, nobody cares. First of all, half her story fell apart. Second of all, it's jarring... Everything that you, that are supposed to be the X's and O's has a bleep lot of context. And once again, you didn't. And this is what Scott Brown said today. Mm-hmm. He said they they made a mistake. He said it was Kevin McCarthy's problem, but because there's no the, the Republicans were, aren't involved in this thing. And to what one of the other guys said, well, no, no, no. You know, remember, it's, having Jim Jordan in there is not like having a down the middle person. And that's like, what do you? If you're somebody who thinks that, you should be disqualified from talking about that. Because Adam Schiff is on the other side here. Of course. Adam Schiff is poison. Adam Schiff is an insurrect- insurrectionist. He is a big lie person. So is Jamie Raskin. These are dirtbags. So you cannot- Does anyone think, by the way, does anyone think that if Trump had somehow eked out a win in 2020, that there wouldn't have been a bunch of Democrats who would have voted against certifying the Electoral College electors on January 6th? Of course. I mean, like they did for Trump previously and like they did for George W. Bush before that. I mean, like everybody, I I mean, like think back, right? So, uh, you know, think about how old I am. I was born in 1987. Okay. So there essentially hasn't been a Republican president in my lifetime that I remember of politics that the Democrats didn't challenge their legitimacy. I wasn't old right. enough to remember the last time a Republican president was elected without Democrats challenging it and saying the whole election was illegitimate. Hasn't happened in my adult memory. I mean, not even adult memory. So I remember, like, that's actually one of my earliest memories of, like, when something was happening on TV that I remembered happening mm-hmm. was Clinton's inauguration. Because my parents were watching it mm-hmm. and, like, 
and were paying attention to me and like kept shushing me and I built a fort out of the sofa cushions and I was hiding in there and I was mm-hmm. annoyed because nobody was paying any attention but I was like peeking out and he was like signing stuff with all these pens and like doing doing all the, the like ceremonial stuff that they do but yeah that's like one of so really like I have no memory of having a Republican president that the Democrats ever treated as illegitimate and I'm middle aged now as legitimate so, oh or, illegitimate right right so uh, you know, every Republican president that I remember ever being president is is treated has been treated as though they didn't actually win the office. So I have no patience for this. The only thing that could impress me at the January 6th committee, what they would have to do to jar me with their testimony would be if they like produced a bunch of phone calls and notes and texts or something or like slide presentations where Trump had some plan to like seize control of the army and like actually seize control of the country and do a real coup and like Trump was in on it and planning it. That's what it would right. take. That would then I would be shocked and I'd be like, "Oh wow, Insur- that's an insurrection. Yep, that was a real insurrection." Okay. But you telling me that he tried to grab the steering wheel of his like secret service car doesn't like make an insurrection. I, I- <clears throat> It also that that also was a, just a, a a a huge blunder for them to even keep that in there. He threw a plate at the wall, well, like. Yeah, but the but the but the Secret Service stuff. One, nobody verified it. Nobody vetted it. You've talked to the Secret Service people. You haven't told us what they've said about it already. You haven't talked to them subsequently. You left it out there as a huge tabloid, explosive, colorful piece of content, mm-hmm. a, 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 an extraordinary piece of content, and it's falling apart. And also, it just looks like it's it's uh, it, it's ancillary to the point, right? It's it's weird. It just looks well. And then they turn around and go like, they'll say stuff because the Secret Service people who were actually in the car, because Cassidy Hutchinson wasn't, have said like, we'll testify that this didn't happen. Yes, right. he wanted to go to the Capitol, but he didn't grab anybody or try to grab the steering wheel or anything else. And then you tell that to them and they're like, okay, so maybe like some details got lost in the retelling or whatever. Maybe it's like, why are you focused on these tiny details as though they haven't been focused on the supposedly trying right. to choke out a Secret <laughs> Service agent? So now what do you have? You have now what's left of this story is Trump wanted to drive to the Capitol. Like, (laughs) that's not an insurrection. I don't know what it is that you're looking for. But like I say, that doesn't impress me much. Also, and like, I can't believe I have to keep saying this because I assume at some point this question is going to be answered for me. So I won't have to keep saying this all the time. But they're doing all this like big theatrical investigation and testimony and all this stuff. And we still don't know who put actual pipe bombs near the DNC and near that like Republican right. club place where it was. We don't know who put pipe bombs there. We have video of the person putting them there, but we don't know who the person is. I mean, that's wild. That's like the only serious crime that happened the whole day. Right. And we don't know who did that. So like, I, I mean, I, I find it shocking that so, there's not more of a focus on that by anybody. When we had the committee stuff, there mm-hmm. were the committee hearings, there were Democrats and Republicans. Right. Including Adam Schiff, as a matter, as a matter of fact. Um, and of course he was a snake then as well. So for them to say, no, Jim Jordan is not the kind of person that's BS. That's exactly who you put on there. You've got partisans on both sides of this. This is a partisan political event we're dealing with here. Right. And also the idea that there are all these revelations and the justice department knew nothing about them. 
tells you either Justin Justice Department is just a useless bunch of losers, or this stuff is being cultivated through this committee. Right, of course it is. And of course, I mean, like, that's why the Justice Department isn't doing anything, because, like, none of this is real. You right. don't think this Justice Department that locked up all these people who walked through the Capitol on crazy charges and in solitary confinement for all these months and whatever before charging them, you don't think if they had something legitimate to go after Trump for, you don't think they would find a way to charge him with something? Obviously they would. they would. Obviously they would, but they haven't. So that tells you right there everything you need to know. This is no longer Trump's Justice Department. This is Biden's Justice Department. And these people hate Trump, obviously. Yeah. Like, if they had something, they would have something. Right, but and they wouldn't the- make a big show. I mean, they made a big show of waiting outside in a phalanx of black SUVs and vans and bursting in and busting 19-year-old Carla Krasinski. Chris Wiki, 19 years old of Canterbury, Connecticut, and her almost 60-year-old mother. They got them. So they've got them for parading through the Capitol building. Right. High profile, right in Canterbury. You got a little teenage girl. Like, that, congrats, yeah. guys. Insurrection. Oh, great job. Great job. They stopped the insurrection. But that's why I say, like, my standard for what's an insurrection is just, like, a little bit higher than that. The January 6th committee is going to have to do a little more here to to wow me with the insurrection plot. Like, it, Trump yelling at somebody in a limo, it doesn't cut it. It just doesn't. And, I mean, like, I... I'll always have an open mind. I'm open right. to being and surprised, so they're, but, they're, but like, there's nothing here. The people, the Beltway media people are, they can't, they're simply still, at the end of the day, when I saw, well, I saw them today, they're simply obsessed with Trump, and that's it. And he wouldn't let what Scott Brown was in, and he said, well, you can't compare the character or the events that are happening with Donald Trump, with Joe Biden, whatsoever. You can't compare the character of the people. You can't compare them. Trump is unique. He has to, it's like, okay, I understand you need to be, him to be unique. You need him to be the special, the special uh, bogeyman that you need to justify this childish three-year-old fit that you've been having. But the, it was. Meanwhile, they're all churning up a bunch of think pieces about how DeSantis is actually worse than Trump. So, go but Biden figure. has done some terrible things. Biden terrible things. Sucks. He is Trump. Never did something as bad as, as bad as, telling American retailers, gas stations. That you we're in it we're at war in this country. You better lower your prices. Who the f- are you? Oh, but anyway, here's a, a tweet that Britt Hume had said. I've covered Washington for more than fifty years, including eleven years covering Congress. Specifically, I've never seen a committee of all whose members were chosen by one party and where there was no cross examination. To which Jake Sherman, who's Punchbowl News and MSNBC, etc., says a reminder. This was the, this was the GOP's choice. They could have appointed members to this committee, but chose not to after Speaker Nancy Pelosi vetoed two of their selections. How does that? How sentence, they, wait, how so, does that sentence not mean that 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 this guy should essentially rig the room that he works in in dynamite and just press the button? Right. How did Nancy Pelosi manage to veto two of their selections if they refused to put anybody on the committee? Right. <laughs> I mean, like. They could have appointed members of the community, but chose not to. No, they chose to. But Nancy Pelosi vetoed them. Right. So they could have put two more of the ones that Pelosi greenlit, in other words. Are you giving me a frigging break, moron? 
so that's where we are now. So the, a, a lot of it had to do with that. They're still very upset. Still very upset. They, they, uh, I How mean, was Scott Brown? I was. I'm he was good. Him. He yeah. was good. We need to have. Was him on. he like pro Trump? Not really. He thought it was a terrible day. He's like one of the earliest Trump endorsers that Although was out he didn't, there. He, they asked him if he would endorse Trump again, and he kind of danced around a little bit. And he said he would be doing his backyard barbecue thing and make his decisions there, which is, which is smart. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, I mean, I think he's also thinking about his wife's congressional is she campaign. Still Isn't she? I don't know. I've never seen anything. I'm pretty sure she. I've even seen that she's not. Um, but yeah, I I think he's thinking about that too. Okay, so the other big thing today was, and this tells you what's coming around the corner is the stations had <clears throat> Alejandro Mayorkas on, the Homeland Security Director. Now, he did the rounds today, and why would he be doing the rounds? I, I think that he's trying to... I think that he's trying to lay down some some cover for the Remain in Mexico policy, which the Supreme Court voted down, and now they've just got to wait till the paperwork gets down to the lower court judges and then it's going to be mm-hmm. go time which you've got tv these democrats who run all these shows saying are you sure this is a good idea these people don't seem to be coming democrats are tipping off the administration right now in these media shows uh margaret brennan and the one from abc who's for usually abc news radio are are begging him listen nobody's listening to you about not co- don't come here as of friday the rallying call went out when the Supreme Court decision came down. The rallying call went out saying, uh, migrants, let's go. Let's move towards the border. So the Democrats know, these media Democrats know that there's a disaster about to happen. Biden, though, is totally stubborn, totally saying that we're sticking mm-hmm. with this. And Mayorkas is put out there to make the case for this stuff, both with Margaret Brennan and, on ABC News um, and... Uh, I forgot her name on on um, on this week with Stephanopoulos, but the ABC News woman was there. But uh, let's go to Margaret um, Margaret Brennan first with Face the Nation. Here we go. So, what happens now that Remain in Mexico is going away? Are you ending this policy immediately? And what happens to those individuals in the encampments waiting right across the border? Margaret, we were very pleased with the Supreme Court's decision. So now, uh, in light of the um, the favorable Supreme Court ruling, we have to wait for that ruling to reach the district court that issued an injunction preventing us from ending Remain in Mexico. So we have uh, several weeks to go before the district court lifts its injunction. And until then, we are obligated by the district court's ruling to continue to implement the Remain in Mexico program, and we will do so in accordance with law. So those people will still have to wait in the camps on the Mexican side of the border, but what happens to them next? Right now, they do have to remain in Mexico, and then uh, we will uh, actually continue with their immigration enforcement proceedings. Remember, when people are encountered at the border, they are just not merely released into the United States. They are placed in immigration enforcement proceedings. And that is what will occur uh, with... Which very often means released into the United States with yeah, a court date. Yeah, we give you a court date. That's all that right. means. Right, and then you don't show up for it. And sometimes, 
And he says very often means that they don't always, they've been so backed up, they haven't been giving everyone right. court dates. Right, that's another part of this we're going to get to. These people, their proceedings will continue in immigration court where they will pursue their claims for asylum. And if those claims are unsuccessful, they will be swiftly removed from the United States. If we can find them, which of course we can't. Because <laughs> they know that so they don't right. qualify for asylum. That there are right now thousands of people who departed on Friday and are moving towards the U.S. border. Uh, what do you need right now? Do you need more personnel for Customs and Border Control? Do you need more equipment to tackle these smugglers that are exploiting these people? Margaret, uh, we are working very closely with our partners to the south, with Mexico, um, that breaks up very often uh, these uh, caravans of individuals uh, that seek to take that dangerous journey uh, to reach our border only to be met with the enforcement of our laws. We have said... This is a guy... That dangerous journey. Yes, this is damage. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controlled messaging. Only to be met with our laws, tough, tough on immigration, <laughs> our laws, tough on immigration. Now, they're newly <clears throat> having to give a flying F about this because they're hemorrhaging Hispanic voters. Because uh, Hispanic voters are starting to hate democratic policies, including many of them who are, uh, are affected by illegal immigration. Of course. Who don't want this stuff because they consider themselves rightfully Americans. And they've got a stake in this country. And they don't want to see resources overrun in this, you know, useless, you know, supplemented crime that's coming in. Repeatedly, and we continue to warn people not to take the dangerous journey. We saw so tragically in San Antonio, Texas, uh, one of the possible tragic results of that dangerous journey. And so many people don't even make it that far. Now, this is another reason he's there. Because that San Antonio thing with the 52 people or whatever who right. died in the most awful way, mm-hmm. basically baking to death and start in a truck, right? right. Um, is there's going to be more news coming out about this? And so, it's horrifying. Yes. It's really like one of the worst things. Well, it, it, it's starting to look like a Uvalde level f up Ugh, in the hands of exploitative smugglers, and we continue to enforce immigration law as is our legal responsibility. You are saying right now, what I hear you saying is do not come. But those words are not being heard. People are moving right now. So the efforts to stop the root causes are not stopping them. This <laughs> horrific causes. trafficking, the worst smuggling tragedy in U.S. history this week with those individuals found dead 
in that trailer truck. That's not stopping people. Are you predicting that this is only going to get more significant from here, that we're going to go beyond the record surge in migrants? Uh, uh, no, I am. I'm not predicting that at all. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, in the wake of the San Antonio tragedy and our Homeland Security investigations uh, is the lead federal agency um, investigating uh, what occurred and um, working with the United States Attorney's Office and the prosecution of thus far four individuals who've been charged with that heinous uh, crime. We're working with our partners to the south because this is a regional challenge that requires a regional response. But they got past the U.S. border officials. That is journalism happening by Margaret Brennan, which sometimes it happens. Of everybody, she's the best. But they get past U.S. officials, and this guy is on his heels. Oh, so we have a multi-layered approach, uh, Margaret. We, of course... That's not helping. That you have yeah. a multi-layered pr- approach. Yeah, he the got, 50 people still died in the truck. They got past the layers. They got past yeah. all your layers. That's the point here. Have our inspections at the port of entry with our sophisticated non-intrusive technology. Which they got past. We then have checkpoints uh, that Easy. are staffed 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Laredo checkpoint in question, 10 to 14,000 vehicles pass through that checkpoint every day. Is this supposed to be giving us peace of mind or does this reinforce the fact that that you can't... don't have any of this under control at all? Exactly. That's exactly right. So um, how did this, this smuggler get these alone, people across? 53 people died. These are very sophisticated transnational criminal organizations. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought that we were dealing with the government of the United States of freaking America that's the most powerful, wealthy country in the entire world. Sorry. Oh, sorry. They're just very sophisticated human traffickers. Yes, there's nothing we can do then. We'll just close up shop. A huge truck packed with people. How sophisticated? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? There's lots hey, of vehicles. Hey, Hank, what do you suppose in the back of that truck? I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> How sophisticated? This wasn't sophisticated. Well, and you know, I mean, like, not to knock the Border Patrol agents either, because you know that they're being stymied every way that they go. They're essentially being told not to do their jobs right now, and they're getting that, punished if they do. And that is what they know we're about to find out. There's no doubt about that. Uh, They have evolved over the last 30 years. In the 90s, I prosecuted them, and they were much more rudimentary. Now they are very sophisticated using um, uh, technology, and they're extraordinarily organized transnational uh, criminal enterprises. And we um, are much more sophisticated using technology and personnel. Well, I I think that they're more they're sophisticated. -er, I guess then I know how many. So how many tractor trailers full of dead bodies should we expect now? Just as a matter of course, there are multi layers of 24 hours a day. You know, we have saved more than 10,000 individuals this fiscal year alone and more than 400 vehicle inspections. Think of all the 52 people that don't die <laughs> on our watch. Um, so uh, can a truck get through, uh, through sophisticated means? Sometimes, yes. But I have to say we've interdicted more drugs at the ports of entry than ever before. 
Well, is that a good thing? Is that because you're catching more of what's coming through or is it because there's so much more coming through that you're right. catching the because, same percent because, and, because we're, or a lower percent? Because we're waving so many of these trucks in that here and there when we pull one over, the very sophisticated trucks uh, have uh, full of fentanyl in the pack. It's incredible. We've rescued more migrants. We're seeing a challenge uh, that is really regional, hemispheric in scope, and we're addressing it accordingly. Oh. Mr. Secretary, I also want to ask is that you... the first known use of the word hemispheric? Here at home... I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get back to her. Now, listen. Uh, yes, so now this is her, him on on uh, this week with the woman who's not George Stephanopoulos. Mixed reaction to that Supreme Court ruling Thursday that the Biden administration could end the Trump era remain in Mexico immigration policy, which forced thousands of asylum seekers to wait in Mexico while courts process their cases. Joining me now to discuss is Homeland Security Secretary Alejandra Mayorkas. Thank you for joining us this morning, Mr. Secretary. And your department says it will end to it will work to end the remain in Mexico program as soon as legally permissible so what does that actually mean and what is the this is just after explaining to everybody on cbs that they're overrun that they have fourteen thousand whatever there's more drugs coming through or trying to come through than ever that the enemy is more the uh, the cartels are more sophisticated than ever plan as the border continues to be flooded with migrants Good morning, Martha, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, we were very pleased with the Supreme Court's decision um, uh, supporting uh, our commitment to end the Remain in Mexico uh, program, which has endemic flaws and causes unjustifiable human tragedy. Uh, <laughs> we need to wait until the Supreme Court's decision is uh, actually communicated to the lower court to the federal district court in the northern district of Texas. And once that occurs, uh, the district court should lift its injunction that is preventing us from ending the program. So we have to wait several weeks for that procedural uh, step to be taken. And then what is the plan on the border? You really do have migrants flooding that area. The peak was during the Trump administration, May of 2019, at 144,000 crossings. In May of this year, you hit 240,000 crossings. You may be telling people to stay away, but they keep coming. I think we saw the tragic uh, result of people taking the dangerous journey in San Antonio just recently, when 53 people lost their lives in the most horrific of conditions in the back of a trailer uh, truck. Is that blaming the dead? Yeah, I don't, what, what are you saying, Alejandro? I... Uh, we continue to warn people not to take the dangerous journey. We are enforcing our laws and we are working with countries to the south, including our close partner, Mexico, but with Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, Costa Rica, Colombia. To the point is, of course, that the migrants are coming. We yeah. can be working with all we want. We can find the root causes anywhere we want. 
We can talk about how harmful they were going to put up streetlights. It was going to quell the whole thing. Really address uh, the migration that is um, throughout the Western Hemisphere. These are remarkably uh, distinct times, and we have a multifaceted approach, not only to work with our partner countries, uh, but to bring law enforcement to bear, to attack the smuggling organizations in an unprecedented way. We are doing so very much. Uh, ultimately, however, ultimately, because the border has been a challenge for decades, ultimately, Congress. Seems How many recently. more ways can he shirk responsibility <laughs> and put a shine on this? We're using all the resources ultimately, but this has been this has been a, a, a problem for decades and decades. Ultimately, he's about to tell us Congress needs to handle it. Oh, well, okay. Is there anybody in the executive branch who has any experience working in the Capitol building? Well, yeah. I mean, so there's that. But there is also like, and this is part of why I think that the Supreme Court decision on the Remain in Mexico policy actually kind of screws the Biden administration because it didn't say like, no, Remain in Mexico is illegal and it has to end. They said the Biden administration has the right to end it. So now they're in the position of having to end the policy and have all the people come here to wait while they wait on their asylum claims. With, Similarly yes. to Title 42, where it's like they want to end Title 42, which is the policy that lets them kick people out because of like COVID right. pandemic stuff. Um, and... You know, they, they've promised to end it. The left-wing activists all want them to end it. The left is gung-ho that Title 42 needs to go. I mean, I think we all know that the pandemic's not really happening anymore. But the problem is, is that the Title 42 policy is allowing them to expel a lot more people than they would otherwise be able to. Right. And they're, I mean, by their own estimates internally in their department, they're saying the number of people that we're letting into the U.S. could triple if they get rid of Title 42, right? So it's the same thing with Remain in Mexico is it's like they're cheering and going, yay, the Supreme Court told us we could end this disastrous, evil, inhumane policy. And the activists are going, yay, this is great. We're ending Remain in Mexico. And the Biden administration is going, oh, crap. Like, now we have to actually let everybody in and the border situation is about to get a whole lot worse and it's going to be on our watch exactly must pass legislation to once and for all fix our broken immigration system but but mr secretary that does not look likely and you have congressman henry cuellar saying that only about 30 percent of the border patrol are doing missions at checkpoints and the border because the other 70 percent are tied up at detention centers how do you fix that? Again, the message is not getting out. Well, we are continuing to deliver that message, and we will continue to do so. And for the first time since 2011, the president's fiscal year 2023 budget calls for 300 more Border Patrol agents. Ooh, and we are hiring wow. case processors. We are addressing this issue vigorously and aggressively to address the amount of the number of encounters that we are experiencing at the southern border. Just a simple question. Do you think it's working? I think that we are um, <laughs> doing a good job. Another piece of journalism, just a tiny piece of journalism. Simple question. Do you think it's working? <laughs> we need to do better. We are focused on doing more and we are doing it with our partners to the south. Laser focused, clear eyed. 
Just add those two. This is a this is a phenomenon that Regional? not only the United States is experiencing. Colombia now has more than two million Venezuelans within its borders. Costa Rica has indicated that two percent of its population. This is so much like Connecticut politics. For the like, uh, yes, the crime rate is bad in Connecticut, but if you look at Trenton, New Jersey, <laughs> not that bad. I know somebody shot at your head in your gated community the other day, but just think, if you lived in Watts... Mm. ...is Nicaraguan, and that might rise to 5%. The migration that is... Here's the thing, is there was a time, and I remember somebody using some crude language to say that, when we didn't want to be Nicaragua or Venezuela. We were the United States of America. So it shouldn't make us feel good that we were now equal with these third world hellholes, as somebody said. Right. Um, things are also bad in Nicaragua. Well, you know, things are also bad in Afghanistan, you know, so you got to think about it. No, this is in a country that we like to live here because it's an exceptional country. Well, and how much of the problem in those other South and Central American countries are we driving by the fact that Biden spent his whole campaign telling people to come to the border because if he was elected, it was going to be a free for all. And like... A lot of the people who come up from further south have to pass through these other countries on their way there. So, like, how much of it, like, the uh, magnet, all of it, Alice. The it magnet is, is up here. The how much of the of people in Costa Rica coming from other countries is driven yes. by those people ultimately wanting to get to the United right. States? Right, because a, a lot of those people get in or get, uh, you know, get off of their bus in um, in upstate New York and are living in housing and say. Wow! Uh, just FYI, guys, um, we got easily through the seven layers you're gonna find at the at the uh, at the border, uh, and uh, and you know I, they called us sophisticated, but um, we're here now and things are awesome. So everybody, come on up now. They can't handle it. They can't handle the, the the traffic up here. Right, and I actually don't disagree when Mayorka says that this is a problem that Congress has to handle. Like they do, actually. <coughs> we do need. Uh, some kind of immigration reform not reform in the sense that leftists mean it when they say it mm -hmm. but we need like to we need resources at the border for sure mm -hmm. and we need clarity on these laws i for one am all for ending chain migration this like allowing people to immigrate here by like family status like if you have a relative here everybody gets to come kind of deals like I think it should be like spouses and kids and that's it, basically. And not like brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, whatever, which is what we have now. And then not only that, but like we should have we should have a system which which we can have people come in if, you know, we need the skills. Obviously, there's a labor shortage in this mm -hmm. country right now. Um, like we should have people come in, but we need to have an actual system set up where we can reject people. Like if they don't pass a criminal background check or they're a terrorist also, or whatever, the like, <clears throat> like we, I'm for all the immigration, like everybody who wants to come here that wants to work hard and not be on welfare and is not a terrorist or a criminal. Like, I think you should be able to come here. We also, Alice... And this is the tragic untold story. And this is the, the same people, Matt Walsh, same people at Daily Wire who did the What is a Woman documentary, mm -hmm. should talk about the experience and journey that legal immigrants take in that process. Because yep. it, it, they are doing the right thing. 
doing it the right way, and they are being completely underserved. And their stories are never told. Occurring throughout the hemisphere is reflective of the economic downturn, increase in violence throughout the region. I knew climate change region. was going to come. So. The, mm-hmm. um, the result of the COVID-19 pandemic, the results of climate change, uh-huh. we're really in a, in a regional challenge, and we are addressing it. Also, some donkey said in 2018 to surge across the border if he becomes president. With our regional partners. And, and Mr. We'll Secretary. So, Martha. Mr. Secretary, I want to go back to the, the tragedy in that tractor trailer uh, truck with more than 50 like that. migrants no. dying. Congressman Cuellar, who I mentioned before, told the San Antonio Express News that the vehicle was waved through at a checkpoint because traffic uh, was oh. backed up. Is that correct? Martha, about ten to 14,000 uh, vehicles a day cross through the Laredo checkpoint. I think she asked you a question about was it waved through? the Democratic congressman who said it was waved through. Was it waved through, Uvalde? The smuggling organizations are extraordinarily sophisticated. They are transnational criminal organizations. When I was prosecuting human smuggling cases back in the 90s in uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, we were addressing much more rudimentary operations. They're very sophisticated. But is that what happened? Was it waved through? Was it just waved through? I think the the facts are still under investigation. It's a criminal case. Four individuals have been charged. Uh, I won't speak about the particulars of those facts. Why not? Why won't you speak about the particulars? You were happy to make up particulars when it was Border Patrol agents on horseback and you said they were strapping people. Those particulars you made up and you told people that there would be punishment for them. Mm-hmm. That didn't even happen. These particulars we're not going to be know- knowing about. ...will be elicited in a court of law as the prosecution proceeds. And- you know, no, the guys who were arrested driving the trucks or the, the collaborators, that doesn't matter. She asked if they were waved through. That's different. But this is... And just quickly, what what good are these checkpoints if a truck like that gets through, full of migrants? Oh, because, um, Martha, in fiscal year uh, 2022 alone, we've stopped more than 400 uh, vehicles and saved and rescued more than 10,000 migrants. Okay. Are you sure those numbers are right? We stopped 400 vehicles? And saved 10,000 migrants? Checkpoints that does are seem part like of a, a multi-layered approach. We've rescued so many migrants, but this is why we continue to communicate that the journey, the dangerous journey, should not be taken. We are enforcing our laws, and people lose their lives at the hands of exploitative smugglers. Okay, thank you very much. All right, so it's this guy is... Uh, it, well, it matters. The problem with the Biden administration is that there's no resolve within the administration because they're they're bullied and they're susceptible to pressure from the hard left. The squad scares them. Mm-hmm. The old man is obstinate in whatever is left of, of his of his principle principles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to change or be forced to change. He feels he's being undermined in the White House, which of course he is uh, for good reason, right? I think his wife is a is a big uh, his wife is you know onto him and there's no there's no leadership now we've got no leadership they don't 
So we're just the, the administration is essentially floating in space. Um, damn, I wanted to get to the. You know, what? we'll have to go to the. Uh, do anything you want to get to before we go to the Patreon? We can anything else I have can go to the Patreon show. Are okay. we going to hit the chat chat at all? Do we have anything today? Uh, uh, you know, let's let's mix them. Up. Let's let them combine. It's a little a thin because of the holiday. Yeah, yeah, but we'll get we'll get it we'll get it. Uh, tomorrow we'll see if we if we have more people. Are, this is a crazy time for people. But, um, okay, so on the other side, we're going to hit the other part of this, which is white supremacists in Boston um, and the coverage of it. And I've got to say, the Boston Herald has sucked on this. It is ridiculous. There, I, 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 It just ticks me off. I'm... <laughs> anyway, uh, that's in the Patreon show. If you want to listen to that, that is for our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also always find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com. And for free, talk to us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Uh, shoot us an email, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com, and uh, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. C'est la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.